Okay, hi everybody. Uh, welcome back to the Get Ready for 2021 show. I'm really excited today because we're going to be talking about new markets and new niches that you can approach in 2021 to increase the revenue within your property. I am joined today by Kerry Williams. Kerry Williams is an absolute legend and an expert. She is head of the Accessible Group and they help people with disabilities get into accommodation. Uh, welcome to the show, Kerry. Thank you. Great to be here. Fantastic. I'm really excited about this topic. We've only met recently. Um, you've told me that you run a group for people with disabilities to help them find accommodation. I would love you to tell us a bit more about yourself, where you're from, how you got into this particular space, this particular niche. Um, and then afterwards, we'll talk about all the opportunities that are out there for 2021. Um, okay, so uh, I um, have a digital marketing and sales background. Um, the reason why I got into this area is about six, seven years ago, um, I, I used to uh, have my mum travel with me on holidays. And so we had to find wheelchair accessible accommodation for her. Um, and uh, it was one moment in Tasmania where uh, no matter how many times I'd asked the right questions to make sure it was in fact accessible, when we got there, there was no way mum could have a shower. And um, she basically said to me, look, it's okay, um, I'll just hand wash for the next week. Um, and it was one of those light bulb moments that got me thinking, you know what? Uh, something should be done about this. Um, there, there are, you know, we've got baby boomers growing uh, more mature, will be needing um, more accessible features. We've got people that have disabilities. And so I actually was building a holiday rental in Barwon Heads in Victoria at the time, came back and spoke to the architects and I said, look, I want to build this to be wheelchair accessible. And so we did. Um, and for the first three or so years, I wasn't quite sure what to do. And uh, we got, um, we we started going, okay, let's let's see, the, the, how can we attract the, 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 these followers? And before you knew it, um, the, the, the holiday rental, you know, just had 80% occupancy um, and people with disabilities. And, um, and yeah, so that's how we started. So further to that, we had a lot of people asking us, where is, uh, do you have anywhere else around Australia that's, that's accessible? Um, and that's how accessible accommodation was started. Um, so and it was then, people that were coming to visit you um, that had disability, um, that needed accessible accommodation, they said, hey, do you know of any other places where we could stay? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I realized, you know what, there is really no sort of singular area where you can find uh, accessible accommodation around Australia. And so the website was born. Uh, we launched uh, February uh, 2019. And by November, we were finalists in the New South Wales Tourism Awards and then the Travel Weekly Awards. Um, so obviously um, the travel industry accepted and, and, and warmed to what we we're able to do and certainly the, the followers that came from it um, love what that opportunity of being able to find properties around Australia. So one of the things that I actually found when I first met you was that um, or one of the first things I did was I jumped onto the big uh, OTAs to check if there is accessible accommodation and what that mm. means and whether there's actually a filter in there. 
um, that you can actually search by those different options that you might need. And I just found that it was quite lacking. So it's quite clear that there is a, there was an opportunity in the market for you to create this resource and a bit of a business as well at the same time. Uh, what do you think of, of sort of the different options that are out there at the moment of, of actually finding a place for someone that needs, um, that has special needs? Um, well, we've got a, 130 properties around Australia. So um, there's, you know, they are out there. Um, and also with new builds uh, for accommodation providers, uh, the, the regulations now require them to have X amount of percentage of accessible rooms. And so that's also uh, necessitating um, accommodation providers needing to discover how they can attract that market as well. Yeah, okay. And so what, what is the, are the rules uniform across the country or is it uh, state by state at the moment? Uh, both actually. Uh, but yeah, so for example, a gentleman contacted me last week. Uh, he's built eight units. He now has to have a, uh, at least one of them to be accessible. Um, and initially he thought, well, it's just going to be sitting vacant. I, I you know, I, um, People without disabilities, they're not going to want um, an accessible bathroom, etc. Um, and he didn't realise that uh, there is a, you know, 19% of Australian population have a disability of some sort. Uh, so there's a lot of financial sense to be had, to be considered, sorry, um, for this target market, which is a, the fastest growing market. Um, uh, you know, for, using one example, in, in the, the total travel market of people with disabilities globally is equal to that of the uh, Chinese travel market. So if you think of in Australia, how many millions of dollars uh, our, our, our government in particular and Tourism, Tourism Australia spend attracting that, that market, um, that we have a ready-made population uh, around Australia where 19% of our population have a disability of some sort. Then add to that, you've got baby boomers who don't consider themselves disabled, but they would love to be able to have a step-free shower, a comfortable chair to sit in uh, when they're having a shower, etc. Do you know how much more of the market that would make up? Just to put you on the spot. Uh, so 25% of Australian population are baby boomers. Um, interestingly though, uh, they hold 52% of the nation's wealth. So that's something to really take into account that baby boomers have a very, very strong say in uh, the spending capacity um, and in the accommodation and tourism market. That's all a really good consideration to also take into account. Okay, so we're, we're actually looking at two different avatars. So if we're going in and doing our marketing, we're doing our outbound marketing and we're going, okay, there's these different profiles that we're, we're looking at in terms of you know, the old uh, get a piece of paper and draw the person who you think is going to be coming. So yes. we've got baby boomers and now we can probably make some adjustments to our property to cater to that market in a more mm -hmm. effective way. Yes. And to speak more to to some experience, like to improve the experience. Yes. And then you've got the other side of the market, which would be one for, for people with disabilities. Yes. Um, is there any any others that I'm missing there or any kind of breakdowns within the avatars that, that I just wouldn't understand at this stage? Um, no, that's pretty much it. I guess that keep it simple and, and that there's, there's two very, very uh, exciting markets. The baby boomer market in the last 15 years, 
you know that's not uh, not new news. Um, it, uh, industries have have uh, really focused on on that category because they are so cashed up. Um, but the people with disabilities market, um, and when I'm saying disabilities, I'm not just talking about wheelchair users. I'm talking about someone who would use a walking frame or a cane. Uh, so there's all types of, of, of mobility challenges. Yeah, fantastic. And, and then the uh, supply and demand. So what I really want to get down to, like we will go into how and what you need to do, which I think is going to be immense value, but mm-hmm. let's understand what the numbers are before anything else. So supply and demand, is is there enough stock out there to meet the demand that's there? I mean, from what you're saying, we can see that demand is going to increase with time, but is there enough stock um, uh, of and options for people or is it like the markets just need to catch up? Uh, okay, so I, I might just fill you in on, on a really um, what most most accommodation providers don't know. With the uh, Royal Commission recently uh, getting people out of aged care facilities and into permanent accommodation, um, there's a real push at the moment. Major organisations are building permanent specialist disability accommodation. Now, the reason I'm raising that is before that's built, uh, those people have to stay somewhere. And uh, in fact, almost 40% of our business and that's only in the last four months when we started doing this part. Almost 40% of our business now is in finding uh, what we call mid, short to mid-term stays. So for, if, if someone's waiting for a specialist disability accommodation, they might need a six-month booking. Now, having your room, uh, that you, if some providers might have an accessible room and they're not sure what to do with it, well, uh, there's a potential to have someone stay for you know one month to six months. The other thing is um, the NDIS, uh, within some of the, the plans that each of the, the participants have, they can have up to 28 days respite built into their plan. And so that's where... Uh, they have um, assistance in in, in accommodation. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> hopefully those facts might just uh, that's that's apart from just wanting to take a holiday. Yeah, sure. So, and then in terms of so, there's these these new opportunities that are sort of coming up in terms of uh, the demand is increasing, and there's more I guess legislation coming in, and there's more uh, sort of power to saying that that there there will be that demand coming in terms of rates are we going to have to discount our rates to 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 cater for people that are staying for longer or is it actually hold on a second the opportunity is far greater than you would imagine because you can maintain quite high, high rates because there's not enough supply and not enough stock out there for, for these sorts of things. Yeah. Do, you, do you know much about that? There, there isn't enough stock out there. Um, you know, for example, we've got 18,000 followers and um, there are many locations around Australia where we just simply don't have uh, sufficient stock or any stock. So it is, it is very regional based. Um, but perhaps I might just sort of um, just highlight a couple of key learnings that I had when I had my own um, holiday rental, uh, so as an accommodation provider myself, and that's also now being transposed into the outcome uh, for uh, we've ne- nearly been running two years now as to why financially it makes sense. So 
Apart from what I've explained, um, people with disabilities are risk averse. And what that means is the stay duration is longer. So when I, using my own property, for example, I was competing against all the Airbnbs in my area at Bowen Heads um, and having to discount um, and really having them only stay on the weekend. Uh, when I started focusing on the uh, disability sector, my weekdays were, were filled. My June, July, August, which was usually where it was vacant and I might come down and use it, is filled. Um, so because people with disabilities tend to prefer to travel on the quieter months. So you mm -hmm. can do a bit of a mix in, in, in January where, um, you know, you're at a peak rate and that helps pay, you know, your, your bills, your big bills for the year um, and having your, your, your uh, current uh, market. But then what do you do in the winter times? Um, how do you try and um, have people stay on it? I mean, usually it's very unlikely. It's not, doesn't always happen actually, is that prop, our, our bookings usually about four days or longer. So we're in my property, I went from two nights on a weekend uh, to four nights midweek. So wow. my profitability improved um, mm -hmm. because they were staying, staying longer. So therefore my cleans, Changeover cleans were less. Um, the other thing that's really interesting, and particularly for if you've a hotel or a B&B, that we've found is they book multiple rooms. So whereas your traditional guest would might book a room in a B&B, &B, uh, people with disabilities will travel with uh, a, a carer or a support worker. And so they need their own room or their own apartment. So for example, where we have some of the larger organisations where they have um, serviced apartments, one apartment will be the accessible room and that's uh, accessible apartment, sorry, and that would be booked for the person with disability. And the next door would be the one for the support carer. Some of them need 24 seven support. So then you have two or three carers. So there's two or three extra rooms. Mm -hmm. So it, there's, there's that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, hopefully that sort of helps you a little bit. Yeah, look, and I think that I think that one question I did want to, and I, look, I, I don't want to get into to controversy over this, but I just want to ask the questions that I think that people might mm -hmm. think. And if I have accommodation and now I've gone down the accessible path, is there risk in terms of on the other side of alienating people that 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 don't need accessible accommodation, or they say, oh, I don't, I don't want those sorts of features? Um, is that a thing or is that, is that not a problem at all? Um, that was the first thing I thought of when we were building our house. I thought if I want to attract the, that market, but I don't want to potentially miss out on my current market, which is, you know, 80% of the population. Um, and so there are things you can do in terms of the way you construct or renovate or refurbish um, a, a property that um, has discrete accessibility. So, for example, you need extra wide doors. Now, no one, whether they're able-bodied or not, are going to notice that. Um, a shower chair, you don't need to have a wall-mounted shower chair that you see in traditional accessible rooms. You can have a freestanding shower chair. Um, grab bars, you can now, I mean, I had ours powder-coated so that it matched the tiles, so it was discreet. 
Um, toilet chairs. You don't have to have that big cumbersome wheelchair style toilet chair you see in a a disabled bathroom. Um, you can have a standalone, stand over shower chair. And, and, and that's, you know, $60, $80 from Bunnings. Um, using that shower chair for, sorry, toilet chair. So using the shower chair, for example, um, $60, $80 at Bunnings for a freestanding shower chair versus $1,400 because I had to look at retrofitting it of having a wall mounted fold down seat and um which i thought okay i'm not fourteen hundred dollars wow that's a lot of money um so you know that's a really cost efficient way to do it um yes there are ramps and step-free access of course but you can do it discreetly um and i think so, the best- so you're saying that within the property it's it's quite reasonable to have the right level of access yes but aesthetically for it not to be too jarring for for people that don't need to have those requirements yes um and then and then also so so we've kind of got over that 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 potential hurdle and then we're also saying it doesn't have to cost the world to make these changes that could be quite significant and then go from not being accessible to being accessible. Correct. So it, with, with accessible accommodation, I'll, I'll refer to that because it probably it helps explain a little bit better. There are three levels of disability. So the first one is assisted walking, walking frame or cane user. And that's where our baby boomers often use. So they would love the convenience of step-free, a step-free shower and the convenience of a shower chair. The next one we have is assisted as independent wheelchair users so they can self-transfer. They don't need an electric bed or hoist. And then the third level is the one that needs the electric bed or the hoist. Just because you are a property is listed on accessible accommodation does not mean that they have to meet all three standards. So there, so there are some properties that, um, and going back, this is probably the best way to explain it. The biggest compliment I have received for my own property is that when people say, I didn't even know it was accessible and I cater to the highest level. Um, in my garage is the electric bed, is the hoist, um, is the shower commode. And so those, those are what I, uh, I can provide, but I only chose to do that because I've been doing this now as an accommodation provider for three years, and I realized that I needed to take it to the next level. I've even got a beach wheelchair now. So that you don't need to be that to that level. Um, there, are, there are a whole lot of the other population who who just um, want that convenience, like I talked about, the shower chair and step-free access. Um, and I feel so naive. Uh, the three standards or levels that we just talked about, are they documented? Is that is that clear? Is, is there an industry standard? Okay, so there's no industry standard. Um, there is government standards for when you're building a property as to how high the grab rail should be and all that sort of thing. What we did is we took, um, and I did a focus group before we launched, um, so we took my uh, several years of, of running an accessible property and every single question anyone could ask. We had a focus group who, who we found out what is it that they want to know. And so each of our properties, they, they fill out a, a very extensive um, listing form. And the reason they do that is that going to time saving, you're better off by having every single possible question covered. By the time they're ready to contact you, they're ready to book. They're not ready to ask you about, could you tell me how wide the doors are? Go and get the measuring tape, go down, do that. That 10 minutes 
takes you away from answering the phone and taking a potential booking. So that that's how we did it. So we actually had to create our own uh, rules because there are no, there's no industry standard um, apart from for your accommodation for uh, specifically. As correct. Well. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Okay. So that's fascinating. So, um, um, have you, have you guys like certified that or have you done, have you got any like badges and stamps or that sort of thing saying we are this or that, or sort of some sort of differentiation so that as a, as a user or as yeah. a guest trying to make a booking, I'm like, yeah, no, that one's going to be fine for me. That one's not going to be fine for me. Or I might yeah. give a call and follow up and find out more information. Yeah, apart from trademarking and all that sort of stuff. But basically we have, those are the three very easy uh, searches. And, and within the within our website, you can search by those three criterias. Um, we've spent a lot of uh, marketing on explaining those three criteria as well to make it easier for guests to, 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 to be able to follow that. Mm. And so we classify each property accordingly. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, okay. So I always like to do this. I always like to sort of rewind once we've kind of got all through, cause there's just so much information, which is pertinent. Yeah. And I like to get into the shoes of, of my accommodation hosts and to sort of say, okay, so they're sitting here listening to us go, oh yeah, this is also great. And, and and just balancing the amount of time it's going to take to do all these things and the opportunity and then changing the marketing and, and then creating that journey in that path. So, um, I'm an accommodation owner. I don't have any accessible options at this particular point in time. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, all right, I should, uh, this sounds like a great idea. The marketing side I'm going to be comfortable with. I'll just, I'll do some, some changes to my website and to, to my messaging to say, yes, we now, uh, have accessible accommodation. Um, we might even use your standards, um, and just say, Hey, we are one of these, these three options. That would be the, the, the marketing parts sort of covered. Uh, yeah, I, look, I guess it, uh, what I, what I've done is my, my, my web, my website for my own property is catered to and targeted to your everyday person. Whereas my um, accessible listing on accessible accommodation is where I streamline. So it's a, you don't necessarily have to blanket say uh, accessible. You can sort of target your marketing in that way, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then so so we'll do some adjustments there, and we can kind of figure that out, and probably contact you and say, hey, what are what are some tips and, and that sort of stuff. Then we go, okay, now, so I don't have anything. Now I want to get started and I want to create the first few steps. What, how do I know, first of all, whether it's even worth or whether it's possible or not possible? Um, and then what, what do I do in terms of the next steps to um, see what the budget's going to be and how much it's going to cost me to do um, to, get to, to get into this particular market? Okay, so if, you, if you're starting from scratch and you don't have, uh, say you're building a property, uh, would, would that be the right example? You No, it would be someone no. that's already got properties that are, that are okay. established, that they're not building. Yeah, okay, so there, there are some basic requirements um, such as door widths um, and um, uh, ramps and all that sort of thing. Um, so, so that's where the, the starting point would be. Um, the, the next point would be, uh, you know, I've got a lot of, for example, I, I put together tips to, to make it more accessible. 
at the end of the day, I think probably the easiest thing is to hire a wheelchair from a pharmacy. It's $15 and put yourself in that chair and go around your accommodation and see if, you know, declutter. Um, you know, there's things like that could be done. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I guess it's if you want to attract that market is, is, is step one is um, if you're going to do it, do it properly. Um, don't go, oh, I'm not sure I might, you know, otherwise don't, don't, don't do that. Um, my su suggestion would be to uh, look at what you're prepared to do in marketing, look at your property, um, and uh, you can have advisors to come and look at it, or um, I have someone who, who does assessments for me as well. Or And then um, once you've, you've, you've done that, you go, okay, I'm really going to do this, um, then, yeah, it's... Uh, things like hiring a wheelchair is actually, I know it sounds silly, but it's actually the most easiest way to find out what, whether, what you should whether do. You are, whether, you're, whether you can or you can't. So if we're, if we're, if we've, we're good with the getting in and out, so the ramp, and if we're good with the door width, let's say, is it, would, would, would everyone need to extend their doors as standard or is it very, My, or is it? Yeah, most properties, so it's 80, 80, 81 uh, wide doorways and then hallways at least 90 would be, mm -hmm. that's the, the, the basic. Yeah. Um, uh, and quite a few properties already are like that. Right, okay. But uh, so we're saying that older properties probably would need to, to, to open the doors a bit more. Yeah, they might do, yes. Yeah. Okay, so then when we look at that, we go, yep, cool, the doors are good. Then we go around and we look at all the different areas. Um, and let's so let's say we don't have to do any structural changes because we got lucky and the doors are wide enough. Um, what kind of extra costs are we kind of talking about to get, to get, uh, to get going? Okay, so questions are: Can I can I can I get on and off the loo, in and out of the shower, and on and off the bed? I'll use an example: um, bed risers. They rise the the bed clearance by about twelve uh, centimeters. That means that someone can hire their own hoist to glide under that bed and to lift them out of the bed and into the chair. So that's a twenty four ninety five investment that. 42 or 41 42% of our followers need mm -hmm. um, the freestanding remove and put in when needed shower chair toilet chair etc uh, rubber ramps they they $38 at bunnings um, mm -hmm. have you got a little have you got a little lip threshold to get out to the deck um, you know th so there's lots of little cost effective ways to set it up as i said declutter um, because whether it's a wheelchair user or a walking frame user who's at risk of fall, um, the less the less stuff there is. But then don't make it clinical. You know, so many bathrooms uh, that are built and they look like a you're in a hospital. You wouldn't even know you're in a hotel or or a B and B. Um, you can make it look gorgeous. It doesn't doesn't have to be clinical. Beautiful. So, uh, are we saying that it's realistic? If I for for this particular example, like we're saying, yep, that we don't have to change the door sizes; mm -hmm. they can get in. So, under under a grand, under five hundred bucks, we can we can do enough little changes to to then say, yeah, actually, we we can do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'd I'd say uh, look without looking at the property. Um, I'd, I'd say un, under a grand um, comfortably. Um, and then the, the next step is what you're going to invest in, in marketing um, 
to, to get the brand awareness out sure, there. Sure. Yeah. And, 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 that, and that part is where, where you kind of fit in and you've got those different solutions, which is great. So, so it, it is an option for, for quite a few people. If, if you're building new, of course, that's a, that's a different sort of thing. And there's something that for me, it just seems like a no brainer. I think it's retrofitting is the, is the, the part where there's a lot more opportunity um, mm. for people to make those changes. They, oh, hold on, there is a new market that we can appeal to. And as you yeah. said, this market, the beauty, beautiful thing is if you start thinking about it now and you start making those changes and doing what you need to do, the market's yes. getting bigger. <laughs> it's not getting smaller. So you're future-proofing your business for the long run by yeah. having more options. And then if you are tied on cash or if things are, you know, or if things change again and things like that, you're, hold on, I've got an awesome option to be able to cater to a market that I just hadn't thought about before and now it's actually there. Yeah, absolutely. So just a couple of things I've probably forgotten to, to mention. Uh, the first is if one, in, if one in five people in Australia has a disability, they're not going to be traveling on their own. They're going to be bringing family members with them as well. So you, you, you're not only attracting that market. There are things such as glamping. There is a fantastic builder who uh, builds glamping tents um, and, and she's uh, introducing wheelchair accessible glamping. Um, and I've forgotten the last one. <laughs> There were three things I thought I needed to tell you. Anyway. <laughs> That's okay. That's why we record this so I can edit it. <laughs> yeah. I did that. I did that with uh, Nick, actually. There was a bit where the camera started losing focus and he's just sitting there waving at the camera. Like, oh, cool. I, can just, I can just do your thing. So don't stress. Um, okay. So um, I think we've covered an awful lot. Uh, so far in terms of all the, uh, I think there the, was different things that we, we took there. Okay. So we've covered an awful lot. I think that there's a lot to be learned. One is that there are markets that maybe a lot of people haven't thought about. Maybe a lot of people have, but now what we're trying to say is, is give you guys some tips as to how you could get started and to get into this particular place. Carrie, mm -hmm. I imagine that you have some resources that people can, can get from you to, to sort of get themselves going or start a conversation. I know that, uh, um, uh, we've got a Facebook group and then in there you can, you can, people can ask questions as well. Is there any way that they can reach out to you to get more information or to your team? What will be the next step in terms of asking for help? Okay. Um, well, I've got a sort of handy brochure that I, I put together um, and I'm more than happy to share it with, with, um, with your followers. If they just pop an email through to me at kerry at theaccessiblegroup.com, uh, K-R-R-Y. Um, and yes, happy to chat. If, if they're not sure, if they want to learn a little bit more, they can give me a call on 0477 103808. Um, and yeah, there's, um, it, it's, it's certainly food for thought as to uh, not just what we're doing now, but what are we going to be doing in the future as accommodation providers um, and how we can try and reduce competing against so many other uh, Airbnbs, for example, out there. Yeah, beauty. Um, you're wonderful. I really enjoyed talking to you. I, what I love about the guests that, I'm, that we're talking to at the moment is there's just so much experience, there's so much knowledge and so many different ways of thinking about things that it's really heartening and enlightening. I'm looking forward to uh, working with you, talking to you more over the next year or two years or however long, however long it may be, and, and to continue this journey because I think it's a fascinating one. 
I think that the from just from a pure dollar point of view, it's amazing. But I think that the other side of actually helping other people out is something that I'm all about. Mm. Um, and like there's that satisfaction that would come up with it as well. It's going, you're doing the right thing. You're actually going to help people out to make their lives a bit easier. Um, yes. And it does make a huge amount of difference for people. Um, thank you so much, Kerry. Uh, is there anything else, any final notes or are we, are we good to go? No, good to go. All good. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Have okay. a good rest of the day. Thank you.